Several riders armored in shiny plate mail and decorated in the green and gold of the Lothian church ride along a path. Behind them lies the city of Tallis, and ahead of them, a young rider closes in with news. The lone rider brings his tired horse to a stop and lowers his head deeply in respect. High Priest Daywan, I bring news that the 3rd Battalion is just a few hours away, ready for your command. The High Priest, sitting astride his horse with a long warhammer hanging by a golden strap, looks back the way they came. Any word from our allies to the east? The Commissar's force has linked up with the Imperial Army, or what's left of it. They're in position and ready for the assault on the Orcs. Miles back down the road, Daywan can see the city of Tallis. Dark clouds surround the spire that overlooks the city. Lightning crackles above the homes, churches, and shops, and black necrotic tendrils lash out from the clouds and hammer the middle of the towering spire. The young rider looks back at the dark clouds hanging over the city. His face goes pale at the sight of the black magic assaulting the spire. What, what does that mean? High Priest Daywan looks solemnly at the clouds and magic gathering around the spire. It means Valian was right. This war will not be won with armies alone. I only hope Yabael and his allies know what they are walking into. May Lothian watch over us all. The priest kicks his horse and continues his ride away from the city. The young rider leaps back on his horse and catches up with the Lothian group. Tonight, we'll crush all those orcs and have them running back to the hills. The high priest smiles under his helmet and says, By tomorrow morning, the sun will fall on a new age of peace with the evils of this world banished. And quietly to himself, or we will fail and are plunged forever into darkness. Elmon, you are on your feet. They're a little bit wobbly, but the strength is returning to them. You have been woken up from a deep, deep sleep. You are in a elven soul chamber where they have moved all of the seats out of the way and they, about a dozen of them, have been around you casting spells to get you out of this magic um, stasis almost you have been in. Uh, before you directly and steadying you is a Glenarin. She is armored in amazing, cool chainmail, which you haven't seen before, including a little chainmail uh, helm. She's got a long, slightly curved, beautiful-looking sword on her hip. And she says, You should be doing much better now. Just stand, stand firm for a moment. You had much more trouble coming through than your friends. What happened? I do not know, none of us really, but someone did not want you returning back to this city. That much is clear. Where are my companions? They are around. More importantly, where's my bow? (laughs) (laughs) About you. (laughs) She says, your companions are around nearby. Uh, We will get you to them soon. And your bow. And she motions. And one of the older elves that are left behind since most of the other elves have gone on to help the soldiers elsewhere. He comes up and hands you uh, the Ilnoran bow Uh. and nods as he hands it to you with respect. Nod back, take it. Another advisor comes up and says, uh, my lady, the 
Orc warships. Scouts report that they're just a few hours away from the docks. She nods. What's been happening? Much has happened in the days you've been gone and asleep. There is a moon that has come that has no business here that is affecting spells and magics of all kind. There is darkness afoot at the spire. She sees a little raised eyebrow when she says that Mm -hmm. (laughs) in your eyes. And there is terror spreading across the city. People are staying in their homes There are battles being raged far away from the city that will hopefully never find their way here. Things are... Things are as bad as I've seen for this city. What is the plan with, uh... With you and... Aridithil's... The the elves of Aridithil's home? We will defend the city in our most capable of ways. She says, with the elves around her all kind of straightening up and looking a little strong, half of them are wearing kind of ceremonial armor uh, or maybe really nice, high quality, but daggers, not like really awesome martial weapons. And then a few that are decked out in pretty good stuff, but these are also not the normal guards and stuff. You don't see any of them here. She says, uh, uh, here, and she motions for one of the other elves to come over. I have a feeling this might be of use for you since we have no place for it here. And the elf brings a very crude wooden box, not the beautiful elven style you've seen before, very uh, simplistic. Uh, and there's an old iron flat that's still not rusted, very clean and pristine, made of silver. And he hands the box to her, and she turns it over to you and unlatches it and lifts it up. And inside is a dagger. She said, this is an item that was crafted well before the first brick of the city of Tullus was ever laid. We have had it in storage for some time, and it has always had a dangerous, magical capability to it, we've felt but also a purity. And I hope that the blade of Rakien will serve you well. And she hands it to you. It is a thickish, hefty dagger, more so than slender uh, elven blades you've seen before. So it does seem definitely of an old style. Is that all the information I'm going to receive about it at this time? That's all the information you're going to receive about it at this time. Uh, They take the uh, case away, the box away, and you can start to feel a little more spring in your step. There's the tingling sensation that's been affecting your arms has now faded, and you can uh, start to move around a little bit. Uh, The the magical sickness that plagued you returning to this... uh, uh, compound through the teleportation circle is, is quickly fading. You're getting back to your old self. One of the other elves says, My lady, odds. She looks at a couple of the older people around the council chamber and then she shrugs uh, and then comes over and gives you a big, hard, passionate kiss, Elmon. Okay. Everyone is shocked. There's some gas. Awkward, uh, <laughs> awkward people awkwardly look away. 
She looks at you and says, You have talked about the Banewarns and that spire for some time. I know I've told you in the past many times to be cautious. That is not today. Master Yabael, take up your bow, gather your allies, head to that spire and stop what is there and slay everyone there. And she turns around. Elves, with me. We have orcs to keep from the docks. And they march off and they follow her out of the room and you see her go, wondering if you will ever see her again. Jesus. What do you think uh, about that? <laughs> take a few moments to uh, collect myself after that. Um, and go to find my companions. All right. Thinking with a little distracted. Valiant, you sit on a finely crafted wooden bench in the elven compound of Aridithil's home. You're looking up at this intense moon that is insanely close, insanely bright, casting incredibly bright light across the whole city, the whole world. You can see there are seven castle-like structures that uh, from this distance you can even make out. And they're in a uh, orderly circle with one in the center um, that have a, uh, in essence, as though they were crafted by the gods. A big oh, big view was made when, when that was created. Um, you've also been, as you've been watching that and gathering yourself from the teleportation, um, you've also sensed there's a bit of danger to your magic. Some small minor spells you might cast to uh, soothe yourself or ease your pains um, have not gone as planned. You maybe were able to uh, warm yourself and uh, comfort yourself for a brief moment with a small spell. And then as soon as you did that, from the ground nearby, a sapling quickly sprouted up, grew into a full-sized tree, leaves fell all from it, and then it shriveled up and dropped down into a fallen log, all within the span of about 20 seconds. So you've been hesitant to cast more spells <laughs> since. see that every day. Yeah. You do, however, feel a bit more reassured when you see Rill and Avius come walking through the gates of the Elven compound. They pass by uh, Glenarin and the elves leaving. And behind you, you feel Elmon's hand on your shoulder as you look up and see him, Elmon, getting his first look at this giant moon. So I guess this is what all the fuss is about. We must work quickly. Uh... We need to go see uh, Lady Vladam. I'm I'm Zlova- uh, The fucker name is Vladam. <laughs> oh, to what end? She has the key, I think. The key we need to get in the spire. Time is of the essence. We uh, we need we need um uh, my friend uh, the Abinar gentleman. Um, he he can introduce us. I. Hope. As Glenarin disappears from you. I'm sorry, what? Avius <laughs> <laughs> takes a glance, let us, too. Let us make haste, then. Yes. As soon as you say that, there is a tremendously loud, huge boom of an ominous church bell that resonates throughout the entire city that is not 
from the city. It's so much so that it brings uh, Rill and his sensitive ears down to his knees, clutching them. Damn my perfect pitch. (laughs) (laughs) And it just reverberates through all this huge gong of this church bell. And then after a full 20 seconds, it finally fades away and it's quiet. Is it reminiscent of the bells that we heard a few weeks ago from Morian? Yes. Okay. Are you all right, Mr. Stumprunner? Ah, ah. What? what? Elmon. Sensitive ears. uh, Rail picks him back up. Let's go. I'm going someplace now. He's fine. (laughs) Pats him on the back. (laughs) You guys had. uh, Rail would like to have. Threaded the uh, the 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 silvery strands okay. into his loot. Uh, we can say that happened. And Elmon is trying to, while we're traveling, he's kind of rolling the dagger, like you know, in his hand, trying to get right. some sort of feel for it. Oh, Ricky and Blade. <laughs> <laughs> I have one too. <laughs> <laughs> they come in a pack of six. <laughs> I've been hiding these in all sorts of compounds. <laughs> uh, as you guys leave the compound, there's a little bit of a feeling of safety net lost leaving this compound. Uh, you wish you could stay a little bit longer, rest a little bit more, but you do all carry with you a bit of an elven boon and have five temporary hit points added to each Woo-hoo. of you. Five temporary hit points. Real, you have taken a little bit of time to attach uh, these crazy finely made platinum strings that you got from the uh, dragon, Carverath's dragon's uh, treasure yes. board? Yes, apparently in the case when a moon is descending upon a town, a lot of the music shots don't want to open up, so <laughs> this is what I've opted for. Uh, okay, you can certainly do that, uh, but <coughs> this will require an additional attunement of these strings, so you may have to swap something out. I don't know what your attunement, you're, you can have three different items attuned. Uh, was the hourglass did not require any kind of attunement? I don't remember. What was the name of that? The hourglass of a- of attunement <laughs> <laughs> of non-attunement. Of non-attunement. What was the name of that? I've got it somewhere. Um, bu- 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 phantom hourglass. Yes, the phantom. Um, is that necrotic damage that it protects you from? Does indeed. Yeah. Probably going to come in really... Yeah, I believe that one is attuned. Really? Let me double check. Let me make sure. Okay. I will double check. Um, Ring of... How are you going to be with the dagger? I don't know. Yeah, we're going to say Phantom Hourglasses. It's it's pretty huge. I mean, mean, I'm proficient in it. No, but I mean, as so far between as how many things uh, that you're tuned with right now. The armor, the bag of holding didn't require no, attunement, no, no. so I have... One of Oh, you do? Stuff. Yep. No magic items or anything like that? Uh, nothing. No weapons or anything? I have a standard rapier. A magic rapier? A, uh, I don't believe so. I'm attuned to three items. Okay, so just a, re- a regular one. A regular rapier. Yep. Okay, yeah. You can do this one then. All right, these, you have attached these platinum magic strings to your coarse traveling loot. <laughs> and these have interwoven themselves to enhance your magic. These are strings of harmony. Hmm? Any spell you cast from these has plus one to the spell attack roll and insanely plus one to the spell DC, which is Whoa. great. You. 
And finally, one additional thing to these magic, but that's not enough. They grant you one extra use of Bardic Inspiration. Yeah! Do I need a slot for my dagger as well? The new dagger? Yes. Uh, You do not know. Okay. I'm just going to get stabby with it. Like (laughs) Everything that shows up, (laughs) is this effective against you? How about you? (laughs) How about you? Only works on halflings. (laughs) Halfling bards. That's very specific. Uh, But you do get the sound. Maybe you don't. Make an arcana roll. Maybe. Maybe not. 11. You have no sense of anything. (laughs) It's totally fine. All right. What are you guys up to? It appears sharp. Yes. Uh, We heading to Malil. I thought you said um, Malil Abenar. Okay, I thought you were you were talking. You were rambling about somebody else. We need, but um, but we need an introduction. I mean, there's a freaking moon. I, like, I I don't think she's gonna see us without an introduction. Okay. Do we know where this Vladom is? Uh, no. <laughs> that would be why we're seeing. Well, Malil. then let's hurry. Yeah. Feet, feet. All right. So we head to Malil quickly. Resident Elmon carving a path through through the city. Difficult terrain. I have so a he's dagger. going through people's houses <laughs> and stuff like that. Uh, the city is decidedly empty. You can see lights on in all the houses, but the streets are pretty much clear. There are uh, some songs being sung in some taverns, but the doors are closed. There's not as much laughter. Uh, not much trading going on. Uh, no wagons. Uh, it's very very subdued. You guys have the streets to yourself and make haste across the city. Head over towards the nice part of town and to Malil Abanar's compound. And interestingly enough, maybe a couple hundred feet to the left and just across the ravine is your manor. You can kind of see it over there. You haven't been there in a while. Um, It's on fire. Uh, and also, as you've gotten closer uptown, you are getting closer to uh, these clouds that are gathered just around the spire. The moon's still coming in, but there's almost this circular, thick, lenticular cloud uh, that's uh, lashing out uh, dark black magic, hitting midway at the spire where Goth Gilgamel is located. Do we at. see any airships? No. Oh, you're at Abinar's. Yeah. Uh, there's a guard there, and he stands up. He says, no visit. Oh, no yeah. time, no time. Of course. Yes, I didn't see. Yeah, we just go in, basically. <laughs> right this. All right. I'll just sit down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you walk in, and you're at the door. Who's knocking? Avius. Avius. Elmon opens the door. Okay. Elmon. <laughs> Avius knocks, and Elmon walks in. <laughs> Your second knock. Uh Avius is to thin air. Uh, you walk inside and you uh, see. Malil. You call out for Malil. He comes out of the dining room and wiping some food off of his face with a napkin and says, Oh, my friends! Yes, Malil, it's good to so see you! It's so good to see you! We have a, a very a timely favor to ask. Come in! I hope you plan to stay for a while. We can make some rooms uh, available Lil, for you. Lil, dear friend, uh, please listen. We. I will pay you to guard no, me in the house Lil, we in have... these trying times. 20,000? 
We have larger orcs to fry, Lemuel. We, um... Care we for some food. We, no, thank you. Uh, we need an introduction to I'm's... Real walks into the day. <laughs> <laughs> I can see the look. Speak for yourself. <laughs> we, we need an introduction to I'm's Vladam. Uh, you know her. Yes. Yes. What on earth for? Uh, she, uh, she, she has something of ours that we need back, um, right away in order to, to, um, to help uh, protect the city. You don't want to tangle with the Vladams. Oh, you know no. where her manor is? No tangling. There's chicken. <laughs> chicken. <laughs> Real comes out with a plate. Valiant blocks a chicken bone with her shield. Sure. <laughs> Do you know where she lives? I... I yes, no. What is this tone? Helmon. <laughs> You're starting to to scare me. Yes, nah, Mamil. There's no need to be scared. Um, but we are, uh, uh we are running low on time. Uh, can you please take us to her residence? Oh heavens, no! And why not? They are, they are nasty folks. Uh, nasty or not, they are critical to the survival of the city. I, I'm afraid. Can we buy a contact? Uh, Pay for your time. This is very important. He does not look happy about this. Make a persuasion roll, he, Rill. Uh, Rill upends 20,000 gold onto the... No! Oh, no, 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 no! Just make the roll! He upends... Oh. I'm going for advantage. <laughs> Oh my goodness. So from the bag of holding, you just keep pouring and pouring and I, I pouring. I wait for his eyes to widen just enough. I slow the trickle down. 20,000 gold is spilling everywhere. That oh, is, sir, you want me to make a roll? Uh, you don't need to make the roll any longer. Did all 20,000 fall out? Oh, yeah. Oh. To the coin. Uh, was that I, all that was in there? No, there was a lot more, right? There was, uh, I, I wrote was 20K, and that seemed to be... 20K is what we took from the, the mountain. Oh, yeah, yeah. And there was still a little there room was, left. There were other things. But, oh, okay. Yeah, other items. That's a lot of cool. <gasps> sweet. Brill. Sweet sweetness. could have just made a roll. Valiant approves. <laughs> uh... Uh, Burns, we're going to need some help cleaning up the dining room. No time to clean. We must hurry. Uh, I can I can give you a name and a location. Uh, not of her. She is a very dangerous and secretive woman. But uh, start sweeping some gold. No, no, no. no. Oh just, let me finish. <laughs> let me finish. <laughs> He's crying, looking at the coin. Uh, there is, uh, a member of the house. I, I do know, uh, where he frequents, um, and he can, uh, uh, help you perhaps in some of your dealings. His name is, uh, Rezik, Rezik Vladam. He's a bit of a sketchy character. He, he's tried to sell me some things I wanted nothing to do with, uh, and he can be found at a, at a... Uh, uh, a tavern called the Fascinated Blossom. Does Amon know where that is? Yes, you've been there some time ago. In the Rivergate district, not too far away, the suburban district. Amon is on his way. 
I'm on leaves. <laughs> oh, Valian is is right behind him. Okay. Munil, uh, would you please come with us? I'm, I'm afraid I'm I'm terrified of what's going on out there. I, I nod, I nod to real. I'm More on. coins listening to the band. <laughs> what are you going to say or do? You're going to put some coin back in? Uh, well, I, I give him like a, a concerned look. Well, maybe it's just, you know, nods. Do it. We we do need your help. You may make a, um, is there intimidation skill? Yeah. There make is. an intimidation skill, please. Great roll. Yep. 13. Uh, I'll, I'll give him a willpower. Uh, I, I'm I'm appreciative of the of of the gift here, but I, it's it's too scary. We have no time to argue. We have to leave. We must. You're correct. I dump the rest of the gold and sling the pack and start marching out the door. And I am right behind. There's always room. You can come back. Uh, yes. real, if real pauses for a moment, turns him, gives him a stark warning. Spend it well in these last days. And <laughs> <laughs> that's the only reason he really doesn't care. All right. You guys catch up to Elmon. You guys walk the streets. What is kind of a third of the way across town, you make in record time as there's, again, not much motion going on. There can is. You secure a land vehicle? A land vehicle? Yeah, you so can secure a land vehicle. All right. There Elmon is. Elmon has secured himself a land vehicle. There is a wagon. Pokey! <laughs> Yeah. There's a wagon uh, and some horses that don't appear to be in any use whatsoever. You hitch them up and no one causes any fuss. He just wants to use his land, <laughs> land skill ability. Yes. I finally yes. get to use it. Some, uh, some grocer type guy opens up his shutter, but then just closes it. He wants nothing to do with what's going as, on outside. As soon as it's ready, Oman mushes the horses. All right. He rides off, leaving you guys behind. <laughs> yeah. <with> <laughs> groceries. <laughs> Uh, you guys are all in the wagon, and Elmon gets to ride the was wagon. Was there another horse that wasn't hitched up? Uh, it was just the one. Okay. Just the one. Uh, but you don't have to roll for this one. Okay, so... All <laughs> 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 this campaign has been waiting to roll. Transport skill. Dice everywhere. <laughs> it's pretty... There's no traffic. It's very easy to just... Yeah, you're good. How about just for speed? Yeah, you can, all right, you can go reckless. It's great. Yeah. Make a... Totally. Make a tra- Transport. Natural 20. What? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> campaign you wanted that. Elmon has oh, found his true calling. He need he's I'm going to be a caravan driver. Yeah. Yeah. Driver. Teamster <laughs> union guy. After we win this battle, Elmon. Wow. Elmon works for Uber. <laughs> You are racing around with your party in the wagon and you're taking turns recklessly two wheels at a time. You're doing unnecessary gear shifts like Fast and the Furious. <laughs> Just keep going and going. And you guys arrive in record time in the suburban district of Rivergate at a tavern called the Fascinated Blossom. He brings it in and does some sweet 180 squealing James Bond stop. Um, Parallel parks right in front of them. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Real just throws up over the side. <laughs> Here we are. Fascinating bosoms. Uh, Real hops off and charges inside. 
you hop off and charge inside and you see an inn. You've been here before in your past. Um, wasn't too memorable. It's a little crowded, but it's still very subdued. A lot of people wanted to go get their drink on, but they're not in the most celebratory mood. Everyone's been up really late um, due to the chaos that's been going on in the environment above them. The sun is just now starting to rise. Uh, and people, again, seem very concerned. They all get a startled look when you guys come through the door, and then they go back to their little murmurings. Um, While well, they quiet. give a startled look and have our attention, Rill unfolds a piece of paper and puts up the the entertainment for today up on the board there and just says, Rill slow. All right. <laughs> uh, and Rill goes off to a corner and starts playing to just keep everyone's attention kind oh, of on. All right. Him. Okay. Um, Valian goes in and uh, posts up in a corner, not sitting down, but kind of cautiously watching everyone. Okay. I like her style. I'm going to go hang out. Avius goes up to... The wizard. (laughs) Avius bellies up to the bar. All right. Uh, A um, lady is there. She comes out. Uh, from underneath the bar and cleaning some glasses as typical. Says, um, what can I get for you? Uh, you, um, uh, you can get me a, a, a one resic vodam, please. She holds out her hand for 20,000 gold. Uh, <laughs> 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 okay, sorry. She says, uh, oh, he's right over there. She motions towards the largest table. Uh-huh. Uh, where there are 10 people sitting in a circle. And... Ooh, not a good roll. Don't I know you? Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, of course you do. How do I know you? I'm quite uh, quite well known. <laughs> uh, there's an island named after me. Uh, that doesn't sound familiar. Were you a friend of Baelish? Um, uh, no, I... Uh, no, Mm-mm. no. Uh... All right. And what are you having? Um, I, I'm having a chat with, with the gentleman. What, she, which one was he again? She motions towards the obvious uh, king of the table holding court, telling his slightly loudish, jokey stories that everyone's kind of laughing at, okay. though they're not in the mood. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Was Baelish the slaver guy? No, he was one yeah, of the... One of the two initiates, yeah. wasn't he? I thought Baelish was a slaver. Oh god, you're gonna make me look at my notes. Okay. I I, don't I, know. I just work here. Hmm. I just work here. I just work here. I mean at the end of the day it doesn't really matter. I don't think it does at this point. <laughs> yeah. I'm she, just curious. She didn't recognize yeah. me, so it's fine. Yeah. I'm just I would just Oh no, <laughs> Baelish was um wasn't he? I thought he was one of the guys we were like. He was one had of the initiates. To... Yes, yes, he was okay. one of, he was okay. one yeah. of the initiates. Okay, anyway, very good. <laughs> Not the kid that we toted around for. Back a while. on track, right? The other one that. Yeah. <laughs> um, you murdered. I released him. Oh, it's mm-hmm. no problem with it. <laughs> um. Okay, so Avius uh, turns around, sees uh, Rezik. <clears throat> he is a. Heavily bearded, no-haired, slightly pot-bellied, finely dressed, overly armed, 
uh, know-it-all looking type guy. Uh, okay. uh Valiant, uh... Valiant who? and... Valiant, you can see Avius turning and heading kind of towards this table. You can look, you can yeah, see the table, I see, and you can see where he's heading and who he's heading As I see that, towards. I, uh, get right in line behind him. Yeah. Looking large and menacing. Oh, all right. And Elmon's going to flank the other side. All right. Um, you know, kind of fingering his bow and doing as looking as happy as he normally does. Okay. <laughs> um, Abius has no plan. He just walks. <laughs> Everyone, just... Everyone's aware of that. Yes. Abius <laughs> walks the thing we've been sure of. The, the plan, the plan is behind, standing behind you, I think. Abius walks up to the table and just kind of uh, joins in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, uh, funny one. Funny one, Razik. Funny one. He stops and kind of glowers a bit. Do I know you? Um, you probably do, but we don't have time for that right now, do we? I guess not. No, we don't. You know what I mean. Pull up a chair. Um, actually, I was wondering if, uh, if I If you were going to buy us a drink? Yeah. Yeah. He's the old ones buying us around. Um, barkeep, and I just wave my hand. Okay. Um, no, in the meantime... A chair uh, is brought forth. Uh... I uh, request a, a little chat outside. And I give him a very obvious wink. Very <laughs> awkward, obvious, like, ah. Are you having a stroke? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I might I, be. I, I don't I've done know. this in 30 years. <laughs> Am I crying? <laughs> I think I'm having a feeling. <laughs> <laughs> he says, uh, no, why don't you uh, come uh, and sit it's with about, us, friend? It's about the debt. I think we uh, should settle it now. He suddenly <laughs> looks a lot more serious. Now you're going to go ahead and spoil a great morning like today. What could be our last morning by causing trouble? <gasps> It could be our last. This is true. But, um, I believe after our conversation, you might have a little more hope. You come in here with your thugs, he says, motioning towards Valian and nodding his head back towards Elmon. He can sense is somewhere close behind him. <laughs> <laughs> and are trying to intimidate me in my place. Well, uh, no, no, I, I believe you misunderstand. I, I was... Wanting to settle my debt with you, but I, I'd rather do it outside and, and make private. A, make a persuasion roll, please. You're great at these, aren't you? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, six. <laughs> oh, how, what, how many extra hit points did we get from five? Five, five temporary hit points. Great time to have a, a very influential bard speaking on our behalf right now. He's in the back taking requests. <laughs> Do you really want to hurt me? Uh, he says, uh, why don't you take your leave? Your debt's good. Sir, we're n I'm not a thug. We are not thugs. We are protectors of this city. Oh. 
and we need to talk to you in private. Suddenly, the lyrics that Rill is singing are like, don't mess with the paladin. <laughs> Just do what she says. Uh, are you, it sounded a little intimidating to me. Yeah. Do you want to flash some of your official colors of the Lothian church? You're kind of maybe cloaked or hiding some of the colors. On I'm not armor. sure the church is going to help out in this exact situation. Okay. When, when Valiant says that, Avius kind of stands a little taller and wider and flashes. Five foot five. <laughs> hundred and... <laughs> Avius is, <laughs> is taller than I am. He's 5'10 at least. He's for still the, 100 pounds. For the listeners at home, he's 5'5 five five and still taller than Tim. <laughs> <laughs> he's a 7-foot wizard this whole time, but 100 pounds. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, my tone was, was meant to be a little intimidating. Make a little intimidating roll. Uh, 24. Oh, wow. He says, all right. Let's step out back. And he motions, and he and four of his closest lieutenants stand up. Oh, no, no, no. Just Rezik. Thank you. And they... Elmon smiles. They, they won't be any trouble. Let them... <laughs> and they head towards the come. back door. Okay. And thank you, everyone. That was a very special song, and... Quickly gets off the stage and goes follows out. All right, everyone else. You guys head out back, and they are there in a semicircle and ready for whatever's about to come next. Rezik and his four lieutenants, one of which has a long sword drawn, but at his side, the other have their weapons still sheathed. Rezik has his weapons still sheathed. I, I didn't want to uh, bring this up in, uh, among your friends in, in, in public. Ro um, comes in and closes the door behind you. Okay. Are these them? Uh, one of them is them. Him. It. Um, I'm as, not liking this, boss. As I was saying, uh, this has to do with your, your sister. Imes. It has to do with your family. What about my family? Don't you see what's going on? And he points above to the terror clouds striking above the city. You're here talking about my family. What is this about? Your family quite literally holds the key to save the city of Tullus. How so? When, why would we want? Uh, okay, tell me why. Why are we the key to all this? Well, um... Because my plan is to sit here and enjoy as much as I can and spend as much as I can. And I'm sure you're doing a grand job, uh, um, but uh, we we need to go speak uh, with your sister at, at the manor if you ha want to have any hope of seeing tomorrow. <laughs> he doesn't want tomorrow. He wants to spend his time now. He wants to spend all his wealth and enjoy the time remaining. But you could have so much more if we could speak with your sister. Think of it. The Ladam family name, savior of the town. The wealth alone is beyond imagining. If you would help us now. And time is short. 
If I had a watch, I'd look at it. Okay. You look at the sundial on your wrist. Um, <laughs> it's all shadowy. Uh, make a persuasion disadvantage drill. Real persuasion he is disadvantaged. not easily swayed. Not easily swayed. Uh, 16. Okay. First of all, you're speaking of my mother, not my sister. Oh, she looks so young. Everyone to me looks young. <laughs> Second of all, I don't want to save this damn city. This place is cursed, and it could be wiped off the earth, and it might be all the better for it. So, unless you have some further business, I'm going to go inside and enjoy my morning. Uh, Valiant steps in his way. Okay. Three other swords are drawn. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> the bow and uh, bow comes out. Four arrows are somehow <laughs> yeah. pointed. <laughs> be like, it does not have to be this way, but we must see your mother, we suppose. Um, she has the key to get into the Bane Warrens, which is kind of the big thing right now. And all you have to do is introduce us, and we'll be on our way. Avius casts Arcane Lock on the back door. Oh, all right. That door is locked. No, I didn't. I added a lot of hit points to myself. <laughs> That's the reason why. Is there a door nearby? I can cast an abjuration spell. Is it a 19? 23 now. Ooh, nice. Huge. I have more hit points than some of y'all. And <laughs> nobody has to die for that to happen. Uh, Elmon, you may make an intimidation roll with advantage. Uh, that is going to be a 19. It says, put down your swords. But boss, put them I, down. I put down my sword. Because oh. <laughs> no one needs to die this morning. Not yet. Not until I get some good food in me. Oh, good. Let's go. He Bo, says, Bo goes down. <laughs> Come on, seems much more cheery. <sighs> I cannot and will not ever take anyone to see my mother. But I wonder if what I know might let you unlock that door, he says, motioning towards you, Avius, recognizing the spell you cast. Aww. I know of an old key our house has had, and I'm afraid, though, you are out of luck. We have had it for quite some time, a very long time, and it's just been junk forever, as no one knew what lock it went. I believe my uncle years ago mentioned something about a place called the Warrens, and I thought he was talking about the Slum District. You now mentioned the Bane Warrens. Perhaps. That would probably be it. Where is this key, sir? I wish I knew. We had some people. Some people reach out to us wanting to buy it. And we arranged to sell it to them. I arranged to sell it to them. But that was months ago. And all did not go as planned. Continue? What do you mean? Who'd you sell it to and what went wrong? There are people in this... Where is it now? (laughs) 
Let's it's, just cut to the important part. I do not know. Then who does? I do not know. Who did you arrange to sell it to? A group of hooded chaos cultists. They well, wish- fuck me. <laughs> they wish to buy it. I put it in a small box, arranged to have a clandestine deal, but it never went through. They, uh, there was some sort of attack and thieves stole everything and took the key from them. It was all supposed to happen on a ship called the Duke's Castle months ago. And no idea where that box with the key went. Holy fuck. <laughs> I'm afraid you are all out of luck. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's go. He looks surprised. His little lieutenant guy's like, "What? No fight?" Oh, uh, Rill opens the door, uh, the top half, since he yeah, arcane yeah. locked the bottom it's, half. It's, it's in our effing vault. It is. It's in a hammer song vault. Yeah. Let's oh, go. let's go. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I see I, the <laughs> pale expressions on my, my friend's faces. What? I, I'm what? sorry, uh, Mr. Vodam. I, um, I wasn't looking at the keyboard when I set the password on the door, so I really don't know what the password is. You'll have to go around the front. Thank you. <laughs> Goodbye. They are stunned at your sudden departure. <laughs> it makes no sense. They're, like, trying to roll initiative, but you're leaving. <laughs> Teleport away and lock in a closet. What just happened? I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. We uh, jump in the in the wagon yeah. and head to Hammersong Vault. Hell yeah. Okay, you're in the wagon. Oh. Uh, you are racing recklessly. I need a transport roll made by Elmont, please. <laughs> Uh, nine. A nine. A nine is you're banging up the wagon quite a bit. You're scraping across property. It's not great. Uh, you get lost. I have to backtrack at least once because you're too excited with a big uh, gleeful smile on your face. And you finally are able to get to Hammer Song Vaults. As you get off of the wagon and collect yourselves... There is a huge, ominous gong of a giant church bell that echoes across the entire city, hauntingly so. That's Um, and and how? What's the time period between those two gongs? Um, thirty, fifty, about forty-five minutes. Any idea what direction it came from? Yes, your soul. Mm. Your soul. Oh. It's intense. Her soul specifically, or it's intense. No, not her soul specifically. All of you. It's it's there. Uh, Rill is somewhat prepared for this, and at the first chiming of the bell, knowing how long it lasts, he actually goes ahead and casts a full silence oh. to rid the area of the sound. All right, you guys do not get affected by the gonging effect. You sense it immediately for a moment, and then Rill is able to silence it. Avius, you step out of the silence and are immediately hit by the effect. You step back in. <laughs> uh, but it's very quiet. You ask him what's going on, but there's no sound. Um, I sign it to you. And then you guys finally step out of the cone of silence, and you just hear the little emanating. Mm. Too bad we buried the key with Puck. No, you didn't. We did no. not. <laughs> You guys are at Hammersong Vaults. You go to open the door, and the door is closed and locked. 
Anyone? Knock. You knock? Yeah. You knock, you bang. You hear some locking and unlocking type sound, some metal scraping type noise, and then you hear, Go away! We are closed! You ha- you- you must open! We are patrons! We have property in your vault! This is business of the city. We have orders from the city guard to not open until further notice! We are the city guard. Open the door. I am Elmon Yabael of the Yabael of the Manor of Yabael, Yabael 4, <laughs> Lieutenant of the city. <laughs> open the damn door. He opens up the door. The door is open. More heavy locks are clicked. Metal beams are slid. Magic is dispelled. And the door is cracked open a bit. Uh, it's like thick, like the door from War Games. And uh, <laughs> it creaks open, and you see a, um, a dwarf uh, proprietor. Uh, Olam Hammersong is here. And he says, Show me you're from the guard. Um, <laughs> I, um, I take like off my cloak and show uh, my rank in uh, the in the church. The rank in the church carries with it uh, stronger than guard uh, capabilities. He says, "Come in," <laughs> and lowers his head in respect to Valiant. <laughs> and he opens up the door with a big push, and you guys come inside. And he closes the door behind you with a big. And starts locking things up. Eight minutes later, he's done with the locks. Turns around. We we haven't waited. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna need to get out really soon. So, uh, and he uh, takes you to your spot, your vault. Uh, whose vault was that? Overman's and Pucks. Two. Oh, and then Elmon had his own. I forget what's in Elmon's vault. Yeah, where's the key to the? Puck had it. Somebody I'm assuming one of you. Yeah. All right. Babius. Babius has it. No. no. Elmon has it. Elmon right? has it. Oh, or maybe man. it was tossed in the bag of holding. I don't know. No, Elmon would have taken it. Okay. I'm good with that. Okay. He, he knows uh, Avius really wanted it, so. I mean, it's not yeah, as delicious yeah. as it sounds, but. <laughs> the group falls apart here. They all tear at each other's throats. <laughs> Give me the key. You go to your uh, vault. You bought a larger size vault space. This is a kind of like a, a, a wide warehouse shaped structure, but it's incredibly secure, magically reinforced everywhere. Multiple big doors, small doors, small vaults, small boxes. You are taken to your vault uh, with his key. He unlocks it and lets you in and the door opens up and inside you paid for the larger vault. Inside this larger vault, which could hold maybe the wagon if it was just teleported inside. So it's about wagon size. Tall. Inside, on the floor, is an undecipherable scroll. And in my notes, it says, and one small box. Yep. <laughs> uh, I think the box is it. Yes. Um, uh, Should we take the scroll? No. No, I don't think you need the scroll. Um, on, we'll see what is in the box. Avius walks in towards the box and picks it up. Takes the box. <laughs> you guys can both make a strength roll, please. Mr. Stumpunner, have they known about this the whole time? I imagine they have and just forgot. Eight. Fourteen. Oh, there's a tug of war and thin liver spotted hands come away with the box. They quick smack on the open <laughs> hands. And that. 
Uh, you have the box in your possession, Avis. I do. Um, I, I just take a deep breath. I close my eyes. And I loose, I open the latch. Okay. Wait for anything to happen. <laughs> Nothing happened. Okay. But make a roll. <laughs> um. Then I I open one eye and kind of look at it, and I. Why is open this the such lid. a strange contraption? It's just a box. <laughs> it's halfling activated. <laughs> it knows where he. Don't let it smell you. <laughs> Do you need me to open up that for you? I, no, I, I, so that's a good idea. The holy palette protected by its non-existence. Quiet, I think he's casting Maybe. something. He's <laughs> <laughs> casting depends. <laughs> you just see that look on my face. <laughs> that worried mm. look. He's turning red. <laughs> Something's wrong. Now he looks pleased. <laughs> Uh, the vault closes behind <laughs> <laughs> oh. I I still hold on to the, the little box, but I face it towards <laughs> Face it towards your friend instead of face you. Face it toward Valiant. Valiant throws it open, like, without a second thought. All right. And chomps on whatever's inside. <laughs> bobbing for evil. Ah. <laughs> you fling the box lid open. Inside the box, Valiant, you see is a hand, a hand and maybe half a forearm. It is slightly old, slightly dehydrated, but it's a hand. Resurrection. That's, <laughs> that's, that's it? That's, that's all Valiant sees. Let's take the scroll for good measure. Elmano, take the scroll and... Actually, take it in your bag and hand it to Rill. Do I take great care not to touch whatever he's handing me and just let him drop it? And take it! Take it! Open! <laughs> open! Let me look in this. Why do you guys have a box with box. a hand in it? <laughs> in a vault? That's my question, too. Uh, let me see. I don't judge normally. <laughs> <laughs> so. We were on this ship and yada, yada, yada. We end up with this arm in a box. Is this the key? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's let's uh, be off then. Uh, Rill opens up the sack and kind of shakes it at the uh, Avius is still looking. Oh, you want to take a close look? Yeah. Uh, you may make an arcana roll. Oh. Okay. Ah, 12. 12. You see there is a hand and uh, nothing more descriptive than I can tell. It's a little on the pale side and it seems good that you have this. Is it palm up or palm down in the box? It is palm down. It oh. seems good that I have it or yes, that we have it? That you have it. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, Valiant picks the hand up. Uh, no! Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Unhand that hand! Uh, and, and turns it over and actually looks and sees if there's anything else in this box besides Just the hand. Just throws the hand over your shoulder, looks inside. 
pulls a little hammer and starts talking to the hand. We've seen the Adams family. Yeah. Uh, there is nothing underneath. Okay. However, this box was crafted for the hand. There's a little bit of an indent in the lining, and it is okay. designed I to hold it. I put it back, relatch, close the box, relatch it, and place it in Rill's bag that he's holding open. Okay, we have <laughs> something. so concerned. All right. <laughs> we know where the door is. Uh, Let's not waste any more time. To the Duke's castle, then? Huh? No, no, no. What? Why? Uh, to the Bane Warrants. But I don't think this is a key. I. This has got to be it. That or the scroll. One of those has to be it. Rill leaves the room and climbs into the back of the cart. All right. The big outside door is opened and Rill is let out. And there's nothing else in this vault, right? It is completely bare. There's nothing in my vault, right? I don't think so. Okay. I don't have any notes on that one. Okay, good. Can we make this ride a little smoother? No promises. Yeah! <laughs> 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 it's my first time today to go! Here we he go. Realizes, Rill realizes he's in the wrong cart. Should <laughs> be somewhere between oh. a 1 and 20. <laughs> All right, everyone's in the cart. Where are you headed? Uh, I guess to the spire? <laughs> yeah, sure. To the How I, don't, I think we have horns. to go to the cheese shop down. Yeah, yeah. That's not the spire spire. It's the other way, the Bane Wars. Right. Entrance. Yeah, cheese shop. Okay. Go see well, your girlfriend. We're not going to go straight to Gol Gothgamel. We can't. We don't have a way don't to go straight to it. We have to go through. We have to go through the Bane. Through the Bane horns and that, do- uh, that door. Don't look at me. Oh, I'm going to look at you. That's. Okay. And off we go. That's the gate we were trying to, that, that uh, they went uh, through. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Okay, off so we go. Where are you going again? The Just cheese shop. Cheese. The shop. cheese shop. Gain access to the lower level to gain access to the main ones. Oh, wasn't the inn the quicker way to go there? Oh, yeah, either one. There was a tavern. Yeah, yeah tavern. tavern. What's the difference? What's the difference between an inn and a tavern? Inn has get rooms. A room. you can rent yeah, inn has rooms. A tavern is like a pub. An inn can have a tavern. Let's go to the, but a the tavern. A tavern cannot have an inn. Unless it. <laughs> All right. All right, tavern it is. <laughs> you head to the tavern. Uh, make a transport roll. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, Natural Jesus. one. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, wow. Yes. Oh, wait. <laughs> the cart is about to go <laughs> vertical. It's on one wheel at the moment. Three other wheels are inches off the air. Time is slowing down when what happens, Real? A blue mist appears. <laughs> You, uh, as you're riding along, you feel you're going to lose control. You realize you need the help of a second rider. <laughs> and all of a sudden, the image of a blue rill appears on the horse and starts calming it down and adding to your reins. And uh, you may re-roll. Uh, Twelve. <laughs> Twelve. It comes down hard. Uh, everyone needs to make a dexterity saving throw, please. Uh, plus, plus three. Plus people. three from the aura that the paladin. Oh wow! Yeah, pretty nice. She gives good saving throw bonuses. Thirteen. Twenty-two. Not natural twenty. Uh, I literally got as low as I could have gotten without eighteen. Eighteen. All right, nothing bad. Uh, Elmon, you and you alone, as 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 rightfully so, uh, you take two points of bludgeoning damage as you slam hard into the side of the cart. 
Um, How about I take the reins next time? Nope. <laughs> you continue on. You reach the plaza in the middle of town and come to, no, not the plaza, yeah, just off, not too far away from the plaza, is the tavern you guys are looking for. It is open. There's a few people in here. It's very, um, in very subdued environment. It's very quiet. Not a lot of talking at all. The, who's the last person into this tavern? I'm curious. Um, Avius. Valiant was first. All right. Avius, springing up the rear, as everyone goes inside, you feel the wind hits your face and a little breeze hits your face and you catch a glimpse of the morning sun shining on you and you look at it brightly and shield your eyes and then you head inside uh, wondering if you will see the sun again. Okay. Should we call Mr. Hazelton? Then he quickly pops his head back out. I did! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't think we're at that tavern, are we? Nope. It's a different tavern. Yeah, different tavern. Can't you just like... Nope, I have to go to the brass spoon or whatever it is. Spoon of brass. Aren't we supposed to get him if we have the key? Oh. I'm just Fine. I think so. Probably. It's it's thank you for telling me. <laughs> Use your words. Use your words. How far away, how far away is the spoon of brass? Uh almost the direct opposite side. No, uh to well, the cart. He's pretty fast. He's pretty fast. Maybe, uh, maybe fifteen out, fifteen back, thirty minutes. Are we all going? Of course. Then let's hurry. <laughs> Splitting up now would be foolish. Yeah. To the spoon of brass! Yeah! <laughs> uh, make a transport roll, please. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh, my gosh. Uh, six. Six. Jesus. Everyone I, make I, <laughs> dexterity saving throws, please. Plus three. <laughs> 23. 22. 17. 26. All right. You guys are all fine. <laughs> you head across town recklessly so. Um, Just two. And uh, arrive at the uh, spoon, of, spoon brass. of brass. Reach out. You're able to connect to Sir Hazelton. And uh, the lady comes out from the spoon of brass and says, uh, He said he will be here shortly. Would you like something to drink? He will meet you at the other end. <laughs> <laughs> um, your finest <coughs> wine. And she procures it. It is uh, 15 gold a glass. Excellent, thank you. You're paying 15 gold? Yes. Pay away. Time goes by. 15 minutes go by. 20 minutes go by. 25 minutes go by. This is a waste of time. Uh, you do not ma'am. need that crazy old man. Uh, Mr. Hazelton, uh, do you know how long it will be? Oh no, normally he's um, right coming <clears throat> in through the back. I'm sure he'll be here momentarily. And as soon as she says that, nothing happens. The door to the place flies open and he comes running in. I'm here. I'm here. It was quite the run. Um, uh, is your magic not working? Uh, I wouldn't trust any magic much these days, especially not any kind of teleportation magic. Yes, yes, I'm, yes, we, we, no. We need uh, to get in the cart and go. We have uh, the key to Hazleton. the Bane Horns. 
We'll explain. All you the have the keys to the. You paid for it. Come with us. The whole yeah. group stands up. <laughs> Several Nazgul look in your direction. <laughs> Main one. <laughs> Are those us? I'll no, drive. Other, other, other realm. Check, please. He says, <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> that's excellent. <laughs> Come with us. Here we go. I knew you could do it. Oh. And you, the five of you are now on the wagon. Can you make a transport roll, sure, please? Sure, plus two. Plus three. <laughs> 17. 17. With alacrity and accuracy, you arrive back in the Midtown While area. we are on our journey, I show him the box and open it. All right. Here it is. Do we let you have that box? No, it's still in the bag of holding. Real. Let's <laughs> show Hazelton what we have. <laughs> Blink. <laughs> Mr. Stumprunner, can I reach into your bag and get that box for a quick moment? Uh, a well-balanced delivery. I open up the satchel so that... Right, it does uh, it speedily. Uh, a quick hand for Valiant. Valiant <laughs> takes it, uh, m- making sure that uh, the wizard doesn't get close to it and uh, open up and show the other crazy old man. (laughs) Okay. You open it up. I don't recognize this. Do you know what the key looks like? Um, no. So why would you expect to recognize it? Because it doesn't look like a key. He's coming all forms. I don't know what they teach you in that church of yours. It's wisdom. What do you know about the key? Uh, the key will open the sealed door. Uh, is, uh, all the, all I really know. But I did learn something else. Did I tell you about the generators? I can't remember. What? The generators, the spell generators. What? We saw it before. It's the towery thing on the spindly legs that had the panels that were off. You, you've not, you've not told us about them since we first saw them. We, we encountered one before in the Bane Wars. Yes, yes, but what do you know about it? So I didn't tell you. Tell me. There are spell generators, and they are inside the Bane Warren, and I believe the one we found is part of the cause of, of why there's been easy access for with a generator working sufficiently, the walls of the Bane Warren should be completely impervious to all types of magic. And I do believe that that one is is not fully operational. And with some study and time, and I do not know how long it will take, but it might be possible to get it working again to be able to seal the Bane Warrens once and for all. How long will it take to get the Death Star fully operational? <laughs> I mean, the spell generator. I do not know. Uh, I, I, I barely spent any time looking at it to begin with. But at least there's hope that others will not be able to find their way in here in the future. But now we're worried about the ones who are in there. There Indeed. are those who have made their way to the spires, so closing is not really going to matter at this point in time. It will, if there's a future. Then we worry about it in the future, is my understanding. But I'm just a bard. Ding, 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 ding. (laughs) 
And why do I have to make deck saves every corner? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. This is going to be unnecessary. So Ryan closes and latches the box and puts it back into the bag. All right. Avius uh, uh, reaches I, in and you pretty woman him. <laughs> I can't hold it. <laughs> he giggles. It's safer in the bag, I, Mr. Katorum. I, I have a bag. I have several. It's already put away. We're here. <laughs> he says miles away. Just get out. Get out. <laughs> You guys arrive at uh, the tavern with access down below. You throw, someone needs to throw them one gold coin. Should we go get Pyreal? (laughs) (laughs) And we're off! (laughs) Mr. Hazelton, please take care of the barkeep. Okay. Uh, oh, oh, of I'll, course. I will keep my gold. Um, hold so on. then you'll just owe us 19,999 <laughs> coins now. He gets out one silver oh, and a no, second no. silver. Oh, I throw him a gold. Okay. <laughs> I've got more copper. Hold on. No. And a coupon. <laughs> <laughs> Is it after two? Is there a discount for seniors? Uh, I am a loyalty member. <laughs> Throw him a gold. Do you have an honored citizen discount? <laughs> uh, you go into the tavern, you head down into their basement area and down some uh, ladder area thing yep. and yep. down a tunnel. Yep. This tunnel's a short side tunnel that leads to a long tunnel that goes left and right. You guys head right, walk down it, and you can hear some voices up ahead in the darkness. Uh, before Valiant goes down, she looks up and she says, I pray this works. Uh, you may grab a DM inspiration die, by the way. Nice. Uh, what the hell goes on? Voices go. up ahead. <coughs> Voices. Shh. I'm gonna continue to move forward, stalking yeah. quietly, uh, bow out. Okay. And just try and see what the voices are. Um, you may make a stealth roll. 26. That's pretty darn good. And, um, you may also make a perception roll. 13. You can hear the voices ahead and you get close enough to identify them as dwarven voices. <clears throat> okay. I'll kind of uh, motion the rest of the party forward. Okay. And still give them a, you know, quiet sort of thing. <clears throat> and uh, make a gesture of like about chest high and then kind of like rub my chin and then like, you know, like down. Like oh, dwarves! Yeah, them. Mr. Hazelden's like, he wants a wizard to rub his belly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, hold still. <laughs> And then continue to move forward. All right. You get within 50 feet of where the access point, the rift into the main warrens is, when you can spot three dwarves uh, heavily armored in plate mail and uh, heavily armed as well. And they turn with alarm and have their weapons out immediately. 
Hold there, identify yourself. Hello. Yes, Avis Katorm. We're just, we're here to just, just let us through and, and we're just going to go in the spire and do things and then everything will be okay. That ain't going to be happening. Well, in... Hold on. Um, hold on. <laughs> uh, Valiant walks up to them admiring their armor. All right. You better stop eyeballing my nose. <laughs> that is fine armor. In Dwarvish. He scowls. You're saying in Dwarvish. In Dwarvish. I'm going to go, where's, where's Thakel Battle? Bitter Axe. Thakel Bitter Axe. <clears throat> he lowers his axe slightly. You know of Thakel then? We do. He has guided us here before, and we have business down that tunnel um, in order to save the city. I am Elman Yabael. You may know me. He lowers his axe and walks up to you, Elman, right up to you, right under you, I guess. <laughs> Elman, uh, look down. Look down at him. Eyed. He's got his chest to chest. He says... His chest to pelvis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he says... uh. Describe him. Describe Thackle. Uh, surly, short. Uh, the other not. The dwarves sack. in the back are nodding. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Stumpy guy, long beard. He says, "All right, well, welcome, welcome." <laughs> he pats you on the shoulder. <laughs> Bitterax said you you could uh, be coming along here. He sent us to keep an eye on this wretched place. Good Sergeant uh, Craghand here from Caledell. A pleasure to meet you, Sergeant. This is Avius Katorm of Katorm Island, uh, Valiant of uh, the Lothian Temple, and Rill. <laughs> I'm well known. <laughs> There's a poster. Would you like to see it? <laughs> Thackles said we, sh- we could uh, be expecting the likes of you. We've been keeping an eye on this place. No one's been in or out. Excellent, excellent. Very good work. Um, we... we Time is of the essence, though. We must be forging ahead. Continue your your task. They uh, part ways and uh, part out of the way. And... And we part ways. <laughs> and then what? Well, we can't uh, stay here forever. No, no. Do what uh, you must. Forever might be relatively short. <laughs> Suspense. <laughs> um, we'll if see you. If you're still here tomorrow, you're free to go. Yes. That's, that's good enough. <laughs> you guys head in. Uh, Valiant looks at uh, Elmon and like motions with her head towards them. Should we ask them to join us? We could use more axes, more swords. Sure. You guys want to come and with then us? And I go to them, and I'm like, will you guys, <laughs> will you dwarves? Like, we're off to get a drink. <laughs> pick up arms and join us in this fight? Oh, they come back. Oh, what? Oh, we were just, yeah, we were staying. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we weren't just leaving. Yeah, <laughs> totally, totally knew you were still there. <laughs> uh, I've got my orders. I hold this entrance. We're going to have a very hard fight, presumably, in front of us. We will make sure there's no hard fight coming in behind. Very well. Giggity. (laughs) (laughs) And I uh, pat the the sergeant Craghand on his armor again, like, 
with a nod of approval. All right. And uh, we saunter off. Okay. You guys head through the rift in the main war. It's a strange, magical, almost star-like uh, crack around the edges through its uh, uh, walls. The walls are, again, almost like a solid cement style with weird um, speckles of magic infused within them. I like to call them flavor crystals. <laughs> Uh, and you are inside the Bane Warrens. Again, it feels sterile, uh, a little unwelcoming, not necessarily, again, an oppressive sense, but just more of there are things in here that you really don't want to be around. Um, and you guys are making your way through the place, heading towards the sealed door, I believe, yeah. is your intention. Yes. All right. But to get to the sealed door, we have to go through a locked door. <coughs> We're in, we're in this room, and there's a locked steel door and a locked... I don't think they were locked. Nope. Not the, not the direction you're headed. I didn't. I cast Arcane Lock on two doors. On two? Yeah. But you only did on the one with the wraiths that you came out of. All right. Well, let's just say the one, then. You better remember. Either way, we can get through <laughs> it. One is very bad for us. Okay, you guys uh, walk through... The uh, main warrens heading towards your goal of the giant sealed door. In between, however, is the room that Mr. Hazelton was uh, speaking of. Yes, with the shield generator. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Shield generator. I'm trying to find out where it was at. Um, also, Valian, this place brings up some oh, yeah. bad memories. For sure. Last time she was here, it was a bit of a trauma, and you guys uh, uh, rescue her from this location. Yes. Yeah. Um, there is a large room to the west, the one that's made up of two different levels, uh, some thin metal, uh, almost grating-type floor on the top, and then the door you're wanting down at the bottom, you appear at the top and in the middle is this strange sphere, almost like an iron tower. It's about 30 feet high and it's got a number of jointed metallic extensions at the bottom. And it's about 15 feet across the sphere. And there's a bunch of curved plates that are around it. Mm -hmm. That's what I was speaking of before. Yes. Have I told you about the generators? Yes, you've told us about the spell generator. Why don't you stay here and try and fix it while we go to the fight? Uh, very well. Yes, uh, good idea, Valiant. You don't need Tim. He's just going to be a hindrance. Cannon fodder? <laughs> you may not want him dead. We just want him out of our hair. He has hit points. <laughs> Not enough. <laughs> uh, he only needs a few. Valiant strides keep striding on. All right. Mm -hmm. Do you think it's safe? As he sits down next yes, to this Yes, uh, the dwarves are guarding the entrance. Well, good luck. Come get me if you need any information. Yes, and uh, <laughs> fix the generator, please. A little bit of foreshadowing right there. In case <laughs> you know you missed it. <laughs> all right, you guys head off. You head towards a chamber to the west. 
There is a huge steel door, 10 feet high, eight feet wide, that bars the away to the west, and it shimmers in a bluish magical sheen. Um, there are a delicate little tapestry of magical ruins all around it. Um, and the sheen also fills the gap around a little blue line all the way around the gap of the door. Uh, it's it's an incredibly impressive looking door of both physical construction and woven with very strong magic. In front of the door are four mutilated and mutated uh, bodies of men and women with weird, strange, shiny purple extensions that have grown out of their bodies. They are oh, dead. Oh, yes, I remember these. Down on the ground. So do I. <laughs> oh, she looks not heavy. And that is what you see. The hand. Yes? Mr. Stumprunner, can I can you open your bag for me? Of course. And I take out the, the, the box and but, uh, do you um may yes. I help? It's just a hand. It could be we maybe it needs magic. He's uh, cut a hole in it and put his hand through the <laughs> hole. <laughs> yeah, is there is there like a visible uh, keyway or or something that would pertain to opening the door? Absolutely not. This door is not designed to be open. Here, let, let me see it. What are you going to do? I'm going to open the door. I think for now, I should be the only one that handles it. Then hurry. Uh, Taking the hand out and Touching it to the... Uh, Don't be squirmish. I'll take... Before I take the hand out, I will... Can I touch the shimmer? Yes, you can touch the door. The door, yeah. yes. You, uh, just by yourself, touch the door. It has a magical, very delicate, functional uh, hum okay. to it. So it's not going to... It doesn't eat my hand or anything. Eat your hand? No. Mm. Uh, I, I kind of... That's why we have the extra hand. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I will put the hand uh, from the box up to it. Okay, you take this hand out. It's probably the scroll. And you place this hand upon this door, this sealed door that has been designed not to be opened uh, by anyone but its creator from 3,000 years ago and has only been opened once by an incredibly powerful wing of rish, wish by the cultists. You place this hand upon the door and the blue line around the edge starts to fade and disappear. Whoop, whoop. The vibrational shimmer starts to fade and become normal. The symbols and their little blue lines fade away and become just normal carvings on the sides of the door. And then there's a big, huge ka-chunk sound, and the door goes in about uh, eight inches, slides in. You step back. There is a bit of a rotation to it, and, and then it slides away into the wall, into the left side, and you have opened access to the inner vaults of the Bane Ward. Alien walks through. 
Avius right behind him. All right. I shake a sack for the hand again. I put it back, and I want. I wait until we're all through before <clears throat> I put it back. Okay. And Elmon's yeah. bringing up the rear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you are inside. The door closes behind you on its own. I throw the sack out the door. <laughs> <laughs> throw me the idol. <laughs> Uh, the door closes behind you. It seals up. The magic uh, fuses again, and uh, it's as though it hasn't been open for three thousand years. It feels like <laughs> Valiant, or at least Seth, is grumbling unpleasantly. Uh, so is Valiant. Well, what do we see inside? You see, there is a large, very clean white chamber that you have entered. That is a dome chamber, a half a sphere, uh, but it's pretty pretty tall. Uh, maybe not too tall. Maybe twenty five feet tall, but pretty wide. There's uh, plenty of room. Uh, there is an iron double door that stands open uh, slightly ahead and to the left, and then there is another door ahead and to the right that is composed of lots of silver cogs that is closed. In the center of this room is what you took to be a huge greater light spell of a emanating bright white light, but it starts to pulse and uh, move a little bit, move a little bit, and you sense that uh, there is some other purpose behind this magical light. And Valian, you may make a religion roll. You ever rolled a religion? I don't think so. Let's get one in. Uh, I'm excited about this. A five. You have no clue. So there's no visible exits from this room. There's a. There's two exits I just described. Wait, what? (laughs) I missed that iron cogs and. Stop playing with your bow. (laughs) There is a head and to the left is a iron double door that is open. A head and to your right is a door made entirely of silver cogs that is closed. Well, since you're all looking at me... Uh, uh, let's go through the open one. I think the open one. If we're trying to catch up with the individuals, we'll probably take the path of least resistance. As he takes a step, Rill, the white energy coalesces quickly around you, moves right around you, Rill, and you see him disappear-ish, if you will, in, in white light. He's still there, but you just can't. You can barely even look at it. Rill, you let out a bit of a squeal and you feel an energy washing over you. Uh, It's not necessarily painful, but it is unnerving. Uh, You feel this energy gather around, particularly around your head, and you start thinking of all sorts of different thoughts um, about why am I here? What's going on? This seems like a bad decision. Why did I let this light get near me? And then the thoughts in your head start to flash back towards your past a bit. Is Elmon able to reach in and pull him back? Not not at time, not at this time. It's happening quick. Uh, You start to think about the the Dusk Mountains and hunting for a dragon. You start to think about uh, trying to pretend you're a cultist. You start thinking about... Uh, being successful at casting magic through song. You start thinking about the first time you picked up a lute. And 
in your mind, the memories of your own past flash through of the triumphs you have of restoring order and as well as um, the different uh, moments of weakness that you have uh, dealt with where you have failed yourself. Uh, Rill, what image do you bring to mind that highlights what good you have brought to this world? Oh. Oh, let's see. Uh, the just a single image or a series? A of moment. Images? A moment. Quick moment. Uh, would be uh, of the times of uh, finding briefly uh, where my wife was supposed to be and the effort that it took to just get that, but I finally did it and Hmm. found where she was. That image is then tossed from your uh, memory and you uh, are flooded with a moment where you failed yourself or others. What is that moment? Shortly thereafter when uh, the wife and child I was supposed to attain, I failed and one died. All right. You feel the energy sift through more memories and then it leaves you. And there is a, um, uh, you're grateful that the energy is gone. Uh, you feel less, uh, I don't know violated is the right word, but less uh, assaulted by this presence. And it uh, finds itself instantly moving a few feet over to Valian, the paladin. Valian, what image of good have you done in your life that flashes through? Um, joining uh, uh, the church and being promoted to a um, uh, conciliator, conciliator, uh, and and battling um, against uh, um, chaotic and undead and evil forces um, for the good of uh, not only the city, but the people in the city and her family. All right. City. Where have you failed? In this very structure when uh, her uh, very good friend, uh, Gienda, uh, was killed or died in her arms after an intense battle with these cultists. The image leaves you, you take a breath, Valian, and you don't like feeling those thoughts. Elmon, it passes to you in the same question. A moment of good, a moment of failure. The moment sitting with, um, uh, oh, what's his face? Um, Ilnorin, um, that basically you know, the faith that Glenorin had in me to send me till to Ilnorin and <clears throat> the love that Glenorin has for, for Elmon as, a, as, as his, you know, kind of basically greatest moment of success. And for the other, one missed shot uh, against Lysiar that would have saved Puck if he had made that shot. And that very painfully flashes through his his mind. All right. 
And then Avius, it passes to you. What memories flood your mind? <laughs> um, Avius sees himself as a young man. Uh, no beard. Full head of hair. Uh, muscular but lean. Performing basic tricks, illusions, um, simple things uh, at a festival. Okay. Um, people are amused and entertained and happy. And then everything grows dark and trees around wither and buildings fall apart and he sees himself alone and wandering and not really sure where he's going or what he's doing and feeling um feeling like the people the people that he was supposed to keep happy and make happy um are no longer happy the essence leaves you avius then your hair blowing slightly in the breeze as it moves. It's quickly, and it moves jerkily. Move, 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 move. It jerks over towards Rill's bag of holding and uh, clings to it for about six or seven seconds or so, and then moves away, uh, leaving Rill and Avius with a feeling of welcome and acceptance here in this location. And the two of you gain uh, two D8 inspiration die. And Valian and Elmon, you feel an even greater sense of inspiration and you both receive three D8 inspiration dice. Nice. And you can sense that they belong to, you're, you're receiving these from the spirit of the creator of this place, Denar, from long ago. Hmm. You have an image of him. And uh, any, all four of you, if any of you have any corruption points, you may roll a D4. And if you get equal to or less than your corruption points, you may lose one corruption point. I only have one, so... I think you both just have one. Yeah, equal to or less. Yes. So you need to roll one. I oh. rolled a two. Okay, yeah. you're good. Totally fine. I still have corruption. Okay. And then the essence returns back to the center, this white, bright ball of energy. You're not... Um, no, you are sure that you've passed whatever test this had to allow uh, people through and you're wondering how the Chaos Cultists made their way through when stepping through that white energy from the other side of the room, two mutated forms disperse it, stepping through with shriveled arms, enlarged eyes, weird growth sticking out of them. They shamble towards you and they are two abyssal wretches that charge in towards your group. Oh, let's get it on. Yeah. Are they uh, undead? They... Um, <laughs> let me double check. I can't tell you the first. I might be able to tell you the second. Uh, you don't know, either one of you. Hmm. 
Oh, you, you don't think they're undead. That much I can tell you. Okay. okay. Well, they're a monstrosity. Everything's at plus four. That I got. One of them charges in first. He is heading right towards the leader in your group, which is uh, Rill. And he uh, has this weird misshapen mouth that's kind of closed on one side and bigger on the other. And it still has some strange human teeth that are skewed. And he opens up to take a big bite. And a six. Big, bold, silly six. (laughs) Uh, He misses. That was it. Next up is Avius. What? What? Uh, Catching him completely by surprise. Catching me completely (laughs) by surprise. Um, ah, shit. I'm just going to do Arc Lightning. Go for it. Do it at a level and just a level one. Level one. Four, five, and so that's nine and four, 13. Uh, 13 points of damage. Uh, done. Uh, next up is Rill. 13, you said? 13, I said. Got it. Lightning crackles out, zaps it. It does this weird sound. How was that? Sound. (laughs) What's your plan, Rill? Uh, To the one that has yet to actually advance. Uh, It's about 20 feet away. uh, Rill kind of mocks it. (laughs) 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 Hoping to distract it a bit and using vicious mockery upon it. Okay. What does it need to do? A wisdom saving throw? Wisdom saving throw. Uh, 13. Will fail. How is it? What happens when it's so mocked? Uh, It will suffer uh, a d4 of embarrassment and uh, uh, it will have disadvantage on its next Next, attack. Next attack. It will suffer a full four points. Four of points of big damage. Now they're both damaged. And next up is Elmon. Um, Elmon will cast Hunter's Mark with his bonus action on the one that attacked Rill. Okay, the first one. And he will still smoldering from lightning. Mm-hmm. And then he will draw his bow and fire with a normal arrow. Fire away. Enjoying the Ilnoran bow from firing for the first time since he's got it back. And that will be with a uh, eight. No, I'm sorry, 19. Hits. Hit. And don't forget, if it is a monstrosity, we're going to add four to this total of... Uh, 6, 11, 12, 13, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 points of damage. You slam it in its quadruple size, one eye on the right side of its head, and it goes down gurgling with some weird, strange pus coming out of its eye, and it dies. Okay. Then the second shot, which was already knocked up and ready to go before it died. All right. Just a slight shift over to the further one away. This one's also wounded. Uh, it doesn't matter. It only I, I only First get one. one of those per yep. per round. Um, that would be a non a non natural twenty. Okay. Uh, and I can't move my hunter's mark because I already used my bonus action for it. So, just a measly nine points of damage. Another arrow slams into it. Uh, it makes my favorite noise of all time. <laughs> uh, and it is trying to. 
uh, close in on Rill as well. However, Valian gets to go before it. I get in between uh, this creature and Rill, and I swing my Morning Star right into its mouth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Have a bite of this. With a, with a, with an eleven. That hits. Oh. <laughs> um, you're, you're hitting Picasso's. <laughs> uh, fifteen point. Uh, Jeez. excuse me. No, 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 no. Uh, thirteen points of damage. All right, you smash its lower jaw off of its face, and it screams this weird, sickening, high-pitched squeal, and also drops to the ground, convulsing twice before it dies. And you have all slain in one round two abyssal wretches. These are the exact same type and number of creatures you fought in your first mm-hmm. fight in the entire campaign. In, in Duke's castle. In the Duke's castle, yeah. just as a comparison. Nice. <laughs> Which took multiple rounds and was quite an interesting battle. You just did it all in one round. Well done. Uh, before we move further, uh, I meant to do this. Uh, Valian walks up to uh, the wizard and hands him a greater healing potion. I meant to replace this from the one you used. You're too kind. Thank you. And I snatch it. Greater healing. Yeah. Those are nice. it. What does that do? 44 plus 4. Okay. Can't go wrong with that. You guys uh, have these dead things lying on the ground in this otherwise beautifully clean room. Let's keep moving. Is, this, is the giant sphere kind of like a ancient Roomba, it just rolls over, <laughs> cleans them up. Uh, it is up. gone. They walked through it and dissipated it. Ah, okay. Yeah. So you were taking which door? The open one, iron on the left. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Iron on the left. Okay. Um, who's first? I'll go Valiant. first. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm right behind Valiant. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go third, I guess. Okay. Maybe it's just in the rear. That's what you've always wanted. It's, oh, it's what I like. The rear with the key. You... Uh... <laughs> You walk through that door and come to a small chamber that has a white altar in it. It takes up most of the space in this chamber. You're not sure what the function of it is. There are other ways out of here. You do also see in this room is an old painting that's on one wall of a man dressed in white, uh, holding with two hands the heads uh, and claws of little demons with golden light emanating from behind him. Do we see? It's a picture on the wall. Okay. Does it mean anything to Valian? Yeah, no. Okay. Avius? Nope. I'm on? <laughs> I refuse to answer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but do, you're able to carry on if you wish. I you said there wonder. were other ways out of mm-hmm. the room. Yeah, there's another way to go out. You guys continue on through there. Well, uh, is anything on the altar or under the altar? You see there is blood on the altar, and you may make a medicine roll, Valor. <gasps> Owner if it's the kid. Yeah. Uh, 13. Uh, the blood you think has been here for a few days. Kid's been dead for a while. Yeah, more like a few weeks. Yeah, I think so. Though not much time has really passed since we started. Yeah. Or it could be that time passes differently. 
Could be. Oh. Mind blown. <laughs> Uh, after taking a short pause to look at the altar, Valian probably just goes, somebody else goes on. Up. Okay. Uh, uh, before we go, I, I do. Uh, if 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 this is a key, and it's meant to allow its creator to move about, unfettered or faster than normal, uh, it's very possible that they did use a wish, right, to gain access. I'm sure they didn't have. All they the had a, a ring to. of wishing, yes. So to get in, they expended their best option, but had to succumb to a slower means of moving about. We do have a natural key. What if, and I'm just supposing, that we tried the other door just in case, but just a suggestion. If there is a faster way for its creator to move about, then maybe that is an option. I, I don't want to take too much time. I know we are under a lot of pressure. Here. That's actually a smart idea. Uh, let's go. So we spin around and you go head, back the way we came. You head back to the dome chamber. Yeah. Okay, you're back in the dome chamber and you're heading to, to, to the, the silver, silver cog cogged door. door. All right. I hope I'm right. <laughs> We all do. The key, the key. <laughs> Hurry. And, uh... Let you, me see it. You're grabbing a... No, he is not. Okay. I unfurl the bag. Oh, is the door locked? Like, what are we looking at here? You, it very door-shaped, but it is, seems to be composed of a lot of cogs, and you can take some time to try and figure it out, because you don't see a door handle. Or we can just pull the hand out. Sure. Uh, I'll the pull the, hand, yeah. I'll like pull the hand out. If, and if this works, then maybe it saves thunder, us time. If it doesn't, the, the, the we guy's could head thinking it was a fake prop. And we're yeah. Uh, hold the hand, the hand and again around. press it to the door. You press the hand uh, from the box against the door. Uh, this door lined with cogs. Each of the cogs then suddenly remain in place with no movement <laughs> in any way. It was worth a try. It was... Uh, Elmo will take a like just a few, a little while to just stare at it, see if he can make sense of the cogs and, and all right. like you know, is there a key cog somewhere? You may make since you're doing a little time, you can make an intellect roll at disadvantage. Yeah, not my specialty. Don't forget, you are blessed. Mm, yeah, I can roll that after I make this roll, though, right? Uh, what kind of blessing? Your inspiration. The inspiration. The, no, it's like DM inspiration. It's got to be live. Yeah, you have to Do use it, man. Use one of my three. You got three. We don't have much time. Please hurry. I'm not gonna use one of my three. All right. Uh, intellect roll. I probably should have sixteen. That's your total that with disadvantage. 16, yeah. that's fantastic for you. Uh, you see how some cogs start to work, and uh, you spin a small one, which moves another, moves another, moves another, and then there's a big click. And the door gently moves in just a few inches. Beautiful, beautiful. And Navius pushes the door open. And he steps inside. Yep. We're clicking on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Each step, in fact. That's very interesting. Navius, uh, you step inside. And as soon as you do, a large, thick, mechanical hand reaches out and grabs you by the throat. <laughs> you take four points of bludgeoning damage. 
and you hear, Identify yourself! Are you a friend of the Dread One or Denar? Yes! Avius Katorum! Squeezes you, you take eight points of bludgeoning damage. Shit. We are friends of Denar. Oh, he lets go. I'm terribly sorry. And you see inside is a large automaton of gears and uh, tracks and mechanical hands. Um, Elmon resists the urge to shoot it. <laughs> okay. That's one of his favorite enemies. Yes, construct type things. Uh, and uh, for those of you scoring at home, this was one of the items, one of the creatures you detected long ago mm, outside the yes. clock tower. I said it was beneath the city. Yes. It was this thing. Mm. Uh, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, and this thing's saying there, it's made of uh, uh, metal, chrome, brass. It looks pretty darn old, and it steps back a little bit if you, in case, so it's not threatening, but you can see one of its uh, tracks isn't even functioning, so it kind of just pivots a little bit. So what's in the room? Uh, this thing itself, it is a completely enclosed structure. It's a storage place for this automaton. What is this room? This is where I rest when I am not functioning in the Bane Warrens. What do you do in the Bane Warrens? What is your function? I maintain and create. All right, let's go. We need to get to the inner Bane Warrens. Can you direct us? You are in the inner Bane Warrens. We need to go to Goth Gamel. We need to get to the entropy sphere. I can help you with that. You can proceed through the iron door, proceed through the branching corridors, proceed past the sign uh, labeled Tremak Corin, and if entropy you- Entropy sphere this way. <laughs> <laughs> you will come across a guardian titan. Uh, tell him, Gerastronomos Gavir says all is well. You may then pass. What was that name again? Gerastronomos Gavir. That is I. How may I help you? You've been very helpful. Thank you. Somebody got that? Yep. Okay. That'll be helpful. Thank you very much. He holds up a creaky cog little hand and waves it. Little creaky, creaky. Valiant waves back and turns heel and bolts. Yep. We the, go through the iron door. All right. Still a smart idea then. There was a great yes. idea. The yep, door closes. Hopefully saved us a ton of trouble. <laughs> uh, again, for the second time in 3,000 years. <laughs> I'll just stay here then. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> um, all right, you guys head back to the iron door uh, to an altar area, and then you move on past that. Through the branching... You arrive at a branching chamber. There are pegs where there are uh, white cloaks. There are seven pegs. There are two cloaks that sit on there. They look like they're pretty old. They may come apart if you move around too much in them if you wanted to take them. You're not sure their purpose. And there are uh, three 
passages out. None of them have any doors. Three passages. They are labeled in placards, but uh, they're written in celestial, so I don't think any of you knew. Oh, I do. You do? Hills, yeah. I thought you spoke Elvish. And celestial. I am incorrect. That was my first language I picked up. Um, all right. You see Valian um, quickly going over these placards on these three different um, ways out. One of them says uh, Tremok Corin. <laughs> Another one says Sword of Lies. Ooh. And the last one says Cloak of the Harrowed General. Uh, we'll go down the one we were told to go down. Which one is that? Is the Sword of Lies. Sword of Lies is what uh, Dainar asked us to bring to him. Yeah. Who? Dainar? I mean, uh, no. uh, jump Day, in. Day one. High Priest Day one. Yeah. What was the thing? One of passage? the dudes. Uh, cloak of the Harrowed General. Would that sword maybe come in handy now? I think uh, Daywan said that we shouldn't mess with it. This place is full of treasures and unspeakable powers. I would say we stick to the path. But that's just me. I'm just a bard. If we survive this, we'll have time to explore. I'm not worried about exploring. I don't. I think we should spend as little time as we must here, but if it's an artifact that will help us in our immediate quest. Since it, we've, we've heard of it before. I don't know much about it. All I do know is that Daywan said warned me and warned you of its power and the power may not be helpful. Okay. Very well. Turn to Tremakamore it is. All right. You guys head down that passage. It's kind of uh, ascends a little bit. You arrive in another chamber and uh, see another passage beyond that you head through. In this chamber, however, are three items that stand out as being a little odd, and they are three slightly bulbous potion uh, glass uh, potion bottles. Um, Each of them are suspended by uh, silver chains that are about 15 feet long. They're not too far away from each other. And inside is black swirling magic that moves around. How large are they? Uh, just slightly, uh, maybe like a jug sized in the shape of a potion bottle. Probably leave those alone. I agree. Okay, you passed on by those items. <laughs> uh, I hate you sometimes. And... Uh, invest this look... See if we can discern anything of them as we pass by. Yeah, you sure can. Sure. All right. Not, not touching them All right. in any way, shape, or form. All right, Elma. Swirling black inside them, kind of like... Uh, oh, screw it. I just want to drink one. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like the swirling black inside that room <clears throat> that we fought in not that long ago. Uh, just, uh, what room? The the room where we, where we had the three gems that we broke to... We unleashed some wraiths on the city. Oh, uh, no. 
Uh, Elmon, you take some time. Make an investigation roll. 16. All right, then make an arcana roll. Oh, my specialty. Four. Four. You think there's something interesting about these, and by the time you start to grasp, maybe these could be... Maybe they're combined. Maybe they're a lot. You're not quite sure. And by the time the thought's just about to hit your head, um, you gain a point of corrupt as darkness and evil contained within them uh-huh. starts to affect you and you pull back. All right, you, let's go. <laughs> this is bad news. And you step away, keeping others from getting near them and ushering the group out of this room. <sighs> Moving on. You move through other corridors, being wary. And again, I have the order with Valiant up front, then Rill, then El, then Avius, then yeah, Elmont. Do it that way, yeah. All right. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I think that might be safest for you. Valiant, you find yourself at a flight of stairs. You see some passages that head off in other directions uh, that could be of use or value. And you see these stairs that spiral up and up and up. How many other passages? There are, it's essentially three that come together as an equal intersection. So bum, bum, bum. Uh, and then stairs that go up. Everything here is white, smooth stone, no tiles, no seams. Still of that sparkled um, stone concrete vibe. I say we go up unless any of you have objections. Is there any kind of debris uh, movements? Uh, if dust, possibly anything that might have been ahead of us or. Uh, you may make a survival roll. No, make an investigation. Survival or investigation, because it's a tracking thing. I'm going to use one of my inspirations here. (laughs) Seven. Eight, nine. Nine total. You cannot see much of anything. This place has, again, a very sterile vibe to it, so there isn't old dungeon dust. There aren't cobwebs here, so there's very hard to tell. Um, It's a long shot, but Valiant is going to cast Divine Sense in the presence of strong evil registers. Uh, and my senses, uh, powerful, good rings like music, um, and within 60 feet, basically, uh, it's, uh, I can, I know the location of any celestial fiend or undead, um, but I want to detect the presence of any place or object that has been consecrated or desecrated. Okay. Um, that is one of your innate abilities, right? Yep. How, how often can you cast that? Four times a day. All right. You cast such a effect, such a spell, and you can sense an area of cons- consecration that has been, has been religiously protected, and that is behind you from the chamber with the three potions. And that is what you detect. It is definitely there to keep things safe. Okay. Not those potions, but the place around them. Um, I take a look around the group and head up the stairs. Okay. Yeah. Valiant heads up. The rest of the group heads up the stairs. 
you climb and you climb and you climb. The stairs seem to have no end to them. You can hear a crackle of thunder uh, above. There's occasional reverberation on the stairs and you catch yourselves on the walls so you don't tumble down a few steps. Uh, there's something uh, definitely uh, not natural up above. And you continue to climb and uh, each of you need to make a constitution saving throw. Please. Is this difficult terrain? This is not difficult. This is just plus, draining terrain. Plus three. 21. Natural 20. Uh, no one else needs to roll. Yeah. Elmon's able to help you guys along and um, uh, and give, give you some encouragements, maybe some mockery, and keep you guys focused. And you guys are climbing about 1,500 feet worth of stairs. It's, it's, it's the spire. Yeah. Uh, you are climbing and climbing. This is exhausting beyond exhausting with armor and bags of holding and all sorts of stuff. Uh, but you guys are not normal everyday folks. You are heroes and you climb. As you do so, Valiant, you sense uh, something off up ahead and you can see there is a stretch of darkness, the light in the group. I'm sure someone has cast lights since you guys know that spell on some item. Um, the light from the group cannot pierce this darkness that is uh, on the wall. It is just completely, utterly dark. Um, and it's um, just discerning. Is it like the uh, the darkness that was around the uh, Lacian Gates? It is more intense than that. Okay. More intense. Uh, and you can get past it without too much problem. Maybe a third of the steps. It's a patch of this is on the left side as you are going around and around. Sweaty from all this effort. And you continue to climb. You climb higher and higher and higher. Uh, the place we're going is only partway up the spire. Halfway, yeah. Seems we... Have you seen the size of that spire? Uh, what, what if we've passed it already? At what point? There's nothing. That black spot back there. Black spot that's still around us. Is it everywhere? No, just a maybe a ten by four oh, splash of oh. complete blackness. Does that seem how? Sorry, remind, I, I thought it was. How tall is that spire? About three thousand feet. Yep. Okay, and we've climbed about fifteen hundred. Yep. You think so? Okay. Okay. Maybe. Uh, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Do one of you? Casters want to try to dispel it? Or it's a portal. I don't Feel know. Pavius heads back down a few stairs, however. Okay. Far yeah. down we, you are before it. I think we should all go. And I cast what level? Mm. Cast it at level... And I'm just going to cast it at level three. Level three, dispel magic? Dispel magic. All right. 
Uh, you need to roll a dispel magic roll then. It okay. is not a level three or less. Um, so I'll do that. With if it matters, don't forget you're blessed. So I, what do I add to it? Do I, do I add my spellcasting? Yeah, you're adding something to that. Dispel, it should be your spellcasting modifier, right? I think it's your spellcasting. Dispel magic is... And your spellcasting ability, yeah. Yep. And mine's so 23. Make an ability check. It's an ability Sorry, check. 24. So it's your intelligence. Yeah, I'm... Not your spellcasting modifier. Okay, um... 19. Okay. Uh, you... Uh, weave your hands, you start to pull at this, uh, darkness, and, uh, you see Avius, uh, give up in exhaustion after a while, and you are unable to dispel this magic. This is something of incredible power you have not sensed before. This is quite strong, eh? Uh, Is it a portal? I don't know. It's something important, but I but I don't know what's behind it. I uh, real will attempt to uh, try in some way try to, if possible, analyze this blotch and see if it is something that is traversable. Uh, make an arcana roll. And we'll use the last remaining inspiration. All right. And that is that. Is 18. Uh, you believe as you poke and prod and look at your, look at this thing in depth and apply your knowledge of magic, you believe that uh, this is a a hole. It is a hole. It is a hole. You cannot tell its dimensions because it is 100% void of all light within, uh, but you believe you could put your hand through it um, and your hand would go through it. Is it reminiscent of the material that is the void space of protecting the Bane Worms? It is somewhat reminiscent, but it does not have the starry uh, concept that was within the rift crack but it is somewhat like that. <laughs> scary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, scary. Do we want to try what? going up a little bit further? What about and... the hand? Yeah. Oh. Uh, don't. Does that seem like something that is wise to do? Well, yes, I suggested it. <laughs> Wise. <laughs> what do you want to do? You're quiet, Valiant. Four by ten, you said? Four by ten? Space. This. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said ten by four, I think. Oh. Go ahead. Right. <laughs> so I'll go home. <laughs> Done with this. Real starts Feel. rummaging through the sack. What, what are we doing? Um, pulls out the box. I don't think 
well um yeah i take the hand out of the box and first of all i put my hand through you're putting your you're hand yours? through yep. first okay hmm? you put your hand through and uh elmon grabs onto you as you start to get pulled uh not violently but strongly into the hole and elmon's able to essentially kind of like keep your balance though you never lost your balance and you withdraw your hand and you're fine back inside the stairs this isn't a crime. I do not have a good feeling. I don't either. Uh, Avius pulls a rope out of his pack, okay. ties it around his waist, and says, Valian. It's got a play. You're going to go through. Don't let go. Into the light, Carolyn! <laughs> <laughs> um, I extend my hand to Elmon. Helmon does not look happy. Rock <laughs> it <Rocking> away. <laughs> Please. I'm kidding. I'll grab a hold of it. And I lean in head first. You're putting your head into this. Yes. All right. And you're holding on to Elmon? Holding on to Elmon. Valiant's got a rope that's tied yeah, around me. Elmon's right. well braced, like leaning back. Uh, uh, basically, he's Elmon's going to give him like like a second and a half with his head through before I yanking him back I, out. I lean in. Head and and hand. Okay. And I. Are you holding your uh, staff? I am holding my staff. So your staff's going through first in your hand, then your head's following after. Yeah. Okay. Bing. And I cast. Yeah. And I cast light. Okay. <clears throat> you don't need to cast yet. As you put your <laughs> hand, then arm, then shoulder, then head into this space. There is a jerking sensation. You are pulled quickly through Elmon. Make a strength roll to hold on to the wizard. I'll use one of my inspiration. This <laughs> one. Uh, not strength roll. Let's make it athletics roll. Oh, shizzy. Natural one. Oh, no. And he slips from <laughs> your hands. Nope. But then. But then a blue mist appears. <laughs> also on the rope appears the bluish form of Rill, who is bulky, <laughs> and lends his aid to tug on that rope. You may reroll. Uh, do I reroll the inspiration die as well? Nope. Okay. Uh, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13. Is exactly what you needed, and you braced, are able to hold on and yank. Uh, Elmon back through because no, you're Avius. Avius. Sorry, that's my one. Uh, you're able to yank Avius back through before you are both pulled in, unless you want to go in. That's no, also not pass. All right, at least until I have more information. Yep. Yank him back <laughs> in. That was too fast. How many lives have been that's saved by said. real rerolls? Oh, a bunch. Yeah, uh, I need more time to see what's in there. What did you see? Nothing. I you pulled me back too fast. What did he see? Nothing. You pulled him in too fast. <laughs> Like, just kick him through. <laughs> just a few more seconds. I would have gotten pulled in in another moment. If I I've almost got pulled in as it was. Valiant has a hold of the rope. It's and Right, and you're attached to the rope, and then I would have gone through with you and been attached. Okay, to so just let go of me. I'm just, I'll just go by myself. Though we won't be able to get you back. Valiant has a hold of the rope. I have the rope. I will also... Like get a hold of the rope as well. Okay. Behind Valian. Real well, stays clear of him. 
Valian and Elmon have good grasps of the rope. And, and not not way back on the end. Uh, hold it close. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got ten. You got five. seven seven feet. Five. Five feet. Okay. Here we go again. All right. You put your head through without Elmon holding on to you, and the wizard is pulled in, and there is a yank on the rope, and uh, you hold steady. Real, you watch nervously as the two of them struggle, and there's the completely taut rope. Um, and five seconds go by. Uh, Ten seconds go by. Uh, I'm, uh, what am I seeing on the inside? Fifteen seconds go by. Uh, I'm uh, casting uh, light. Fifteen seconds. Uh, I pull back. You pull him back, and as you pull and you pull, the taut rope comes back, and at the end is a frayed haired wizard named Avius. <laughs> <laughs> You're <evil. laughs> And you, he arrives on the other side with you uh, safely. And, uh, Avius, you may make an arcana roll with advantage. And inspiration. I have one more to use. Arcana is kind of my thing. Um. Oh, yeah, it is. 22. Ooh, that's good. Avius, your light spell did not work in any way. Okay. You all had... You were completely surrounded by darkness in every facet of any way you could ever think. It was very disorienting. You immediately had no idea of which way was the way back. Uh-huh. Uh, the only saving grace was the rope attached to you. You feel that if the rope was not attached to you, you would be lost to oblivion. Okay. You believe, based on what you had heard from uh, Mr. Hazelton and others, that this is the utter dark uh, created by Gull, uh, an evil, um, nasty being who came in the second age and covered the, the, the world, almost half the world with it some time ago, and um, is also the reason why you cannot come in through the front door of Goth Gilgamel, because it is covered in this Uh, I don't think that's the way. I think this is, um, I think this is the other dark. So, uh, just a blotch of the skinless void. Well, I'm glad we found that out. We should keep moving on then, I think. I s- Let's go. Suppose. Okay. You guys continue. Not 20 feet up ahead, there is a, uh, <laughs> two steps that are completely covered in this utter dark that you have to carefully step over and you walk maybe another 50 feet and there is the inner wall about 30 feet of it curled up is covered in this utter dark um you continue to climb a little bit more maybe a total of 100 feet from the first encounter of this darkness when the stairs uh uh, disgorge you into a hugely tall chamber, maybe 600 feet tall, constructed of uh, a blackish tiled stone that looks old and coarse, almost like volcanic stone, but very uh, but uh, smoothly laid out in tiles. 
not tiles, uh, just stones that have been mortared together. Mortared together by magic. And the room has different uh, other sections of blackness that are these patches of the utter dark in the ceiling, on the floor over here, over there. Um, there are columns that almost look like lots of ribbed webwork sections at the top that then come down to a long column. Uh, that are thin and spread out like that. It's a very odd place. Um, bum, 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 bum. Avius and Elmon, as you guys uh, arrive at this area, you both feel a tremendous sense of uh, dread. And you have uh, a, a huge uneasiness about you. Mechanically, you will have minus one to all of your d20 rolls as this dread uh, starts to fill you, that this is not a place people are meant to be. For you have arrived at the base of Goth Golgamel. <laughs> However, uh, Valiant and Rill, you do not have such dread. You're totally normal. <laughs> totally high five. <laughs> If I have the little guy. And then you hear boom, 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 as a huge Tell him the thing. Tell him the thing. giant comes striding across with a giant double-headed war hammer that looks shiny. Uh, it's uh, kind of a red skin looking giant, but really, um, really uh, muscular and charging across uh, this huge uh, cavernous room towards you. Avius rushes up and with his his staff in his hand says, Gastrogamus Gaviel says everything's okay. He checks his notes <laughs> and is like, what did you just say? Um, is that the line? Mm -mm. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. Says all is well. <laughs> he rears back a giant hammer. You say quietly, all right, all is well. And the hammer is lowered in a very defeated way. And this huge titan stops and turns around, has slunked shoulders. <laughs> And steps and walks back. Titan. Kicks a boulder with its foot. <laughs> Titan. It ignores you, and you can Don't see luck, wizard. Uh, that it strides across towards huge, like 100-foot-tall black doors on the other side. It walks over there, stepping over hills and pools of some purple but mostly red gore uh, that have been there for several days uh, that it's stepping over and heads over towards the doors and um, sits down next to it and slams its giant hammer down next to it and just kind of rests its back against the wall sitting there sitting at like 30 40 feet that titan is that the only other doors in the room that is not the only other door there is a, to your right, you see huge wall that is nothing but utter dark on all sides, except there is one, it's essentially two sections of lot of utter dark that have not met in the middle. And there you can see some of the black tiles and then a 
exit out where you can see the uh, morning sunlight coming through. Titan. He's on the other side of the huge chamber, not answering. Valiant heads over to that door. Uh, next to the Titan? No, next to in, in uh, the daylight. The one thing. you just, yeah, where okay. the daylight is. You head over there. You step around some of the strange darkness on the ground <clears throat> and are have arrived and can see some daylight coming in. Just beyond, it's about maybe a four foot way through, is a small balcony that uh, is the way uh, out through uh, Goth Gilgamel. Well, we know if we need to leave, this would be one way to do it. The door. The door's closed? It's not a door, it's just an opening. opening. Okay. And you can sense, uh, Valiant, that the darkness that you're looking through is just slightly inching a little wider. Stand there, just a little wider. Wider? Wider. Openings? Yes. Very, very slow. So the utter dark is retreating from from this wall. Correct. Probably good, or not, or yeah, or bad. <laughs> One of those two, <laughs> maybe in between. I feel like this is or it could mean nothing. The way they went. No, the look at the Donner Dark is retreating. But this leads like- to nowhere. There's outside. Uh, Real would like to investigate the gore on the floor. All right, that's back the, the way gore? you came. Floor gore? Floor gore. Floor gore. Yeah. It's fun to oh, say. Okay. Oh, it's <laughs> yeah. just floor gore. Okay. You head back, and you can see there's a lot of gore. There are smushed hands, some bent great swords, uh, some sort of faces. Uh, some it's, sort of faces. <laughs> there's a lot of mess all over this floor. Uh, you would guess uh, six, eight people have been smeared is, around. Is there is there hoodiness that has been mashed into the floor? Uh, make an investigation roll. Coriest <laughs> one I could do. Investigation roll. Uh, non-natural 20. You can see, yes, there is some hood-type stuff, and there are also some broken, purpley extrusion appendage-type things you've seen on some of the cultists are also Uh, present. Yes, definitely cultists met their end here. And this is much more towards the giant hundred-foot doors by the Titan. The Titan is sitting in front of these doors? Uh, beside... Beside them. Beside them? And the doors there. are closed. Uh, the doors are not closed. They're ajar. They are slightly open. <gasps> Your door is ajar. Uh, as Valian's looking at this entryway, um, she wants to cast um, Divine Sense again. Okay. This door is open. But hard to see across from the room. And uh, make a wisdom saving throw valiant. Uh, 21. Okay. Uh, valiant. 
you cast your sensing magic and are assaulted by how vile and evil this entire place is, and you are hit by three points of force damage that feeds back against you. This is something beyond your comprehension of existence. Something this dark should not exist, this whole place. Um, You uh, also get a sense that it's much bigger uh, inside this spire than it is outside the spire. It's bigger on the inside. Let's proceed. There's only one way to go, and it's what we came for. That's my motto, you know, it's bigger on the inside. (laughs) All right, you guys head past the Titan, trying not to slip in the gore and go through these giant, huge doors. Is the uh, Titan following us with its head, eyes, anything like that? He is staying motionless, breathing just slightly. Uh, His head's perfectly there. His head's kind of pointed down. Uh, You do catch him making a quick little look out of the corner of his eyes, though. Okay. Watching you go through the door. Get some awkward eye contact. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As he does that, uh, Valiant nods at him and says, good job with this mess and, like, Points towards all the gore. All right. He does not nod in return. Give him an attaboy. Yeah. Nice. There are thick or tall and hugely wide hundred foot steps on the other side. Uh, it's tall enough that uh, Rill needs help up to get up these steps. Oh, okay. <laughs> Little boost. Yeah, Valiant is no problem doing that. And you guys climb up several of these stairs. You guys are done with stairs, by the way. (laughs) Like, if you never see a stair again, you're happy with this. Uh, Rill, you also sense uh, this impending doom about your death and dread about this place. You are minus one to every single d20 roll you make. Um, However, as you're helped by Valiant, that goes away. Okay. Help me too. How is the help by Valiant <laughs> established? Is it just she always contact, is an nope. Just when you get nearby, she has an encouraging uh, presence that you feel. Uh, there's a little, yeah. She's she's robust. She's strong. She's got your back. I consistently try to stay, and I mean this in all respect between her legs. Just okay. As we're going along, I'm just, I'm, I'm there at all times. She just need to look down and- Maybe it's just jealous. All right. Uh, you climb up these stairs. It's maybe uh, 10 of these steps. You can hear up ahead a chorus of chanting, mm-hmm. um, dark, uh, malignant chanting up ahead. A moment cast, pass without a trace. Okay. The group is stealthed as you climb up. <coughs> you arrive at a uh, series of tons of small little archway type doors, like maybe 30 in a row, that all open up, like the whole wall is essentially honeycombed at the lower level, uh, that opens up into another tall chamber, several hundred feet tall, uh, this one is uh, covered in utter dark all on one side. It's not that wide. Uh, um, yeah, it's not that wide away. Maybe uh, 80 feet, 100 feet, something like that uh, across from you. Um, but the room is filled with about 
15, 20 cultists that are all chanting in their hoods. You see there are, there is a, uh, a little orb of uh, fire and cold energy swirling around that has uh, little tendrils of red and white that snake off of it that are lashed around several small uh, demons uh, that are uh, l- leashed to it, for a better word. Like the uh, that tapestry. There are also two more of those little spheres spread out with about maybe, I don't know, seven or eight demons. There is a teleportation circle. You're familiar with those, Avius. That's also here. Um, and a lot of cultists with your past without a trace, and I will say it since he's not here, the impossibility of anyone coming up from underneath unless you happen to have a wish ring. Uh, no one is paying you any heed at all. Uh, and all of that pales in comparison to in the far left corner of this room, there are... I think six doors, door frames curved at the top that are slightly opened with, uh, no, it's completely opened with beams of energy blasting in from five of the six. One of them has been destroyed. And these beams of energy fire off green energy that all lash into the center into a sphere of tremendous chaotic energy. Uh, where they have some of their attention that they're paying, um, uh, and you uh, can rightfully guess this is the entropy sphere of quite some power that has been behind uh, Gull, the one of the evil overlords of this realm, and others. It is, uh, you can sense, particularly Avius, you can sense that this is um, incredibly powerful magic behind this sphere. And I need you, Avius, and you, Elmon, to roll a 20-sided die, please. And don't roll a 1 or a 2 in your respective cases. Yeah, 5. <laughs> 3. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Flirting with danger. Oh, there is a... I do not want to know what happens if we get that. There is a huge pull of... You can, uh, let's say real, you're a music guy. You can see Elmon's head kind of just going with the motion of the evil chanting. You're like, what, Elmon? You start snapping your finger, dude. Uh, and then you can see uh, Elmon. You can spot a hooded fellow uh, turn around and uh, uh, hush everyone and he can spot you. And he looks, and uh, he is a uh, older gentleman, and he's got some thin, wiry little hair, and he has his hood back, and when he looks, all the cultists turn and look at you, and he says, uh, I know you, yes! Time to die. And we will stop there for tonight. 